in her family so as time went on when nikki was 17 she got pregnant and when she got pregnant she realized that she was having twins and those twins were born on november the 27th 1993 When this happened, that's when Nikki uh, knew that she had a responsibility now that she had to include in her life. But as young people, she was not able at the time to uh, meet those obligations. So she had her grandmother, who would be her children's great-grandmother, look after her okay now as time progressed around 2007 uh excuse me 2000 nikki now 25 met a 55-year-old truck driver named Robert He. Now, Robert, he was uh, 
more of an older man. He was settled. And before you know it, she had moved to Kanye's Georgia with Rock. And then, as soon as that happened, she uh, went to her great-grandmother, well, to her grandmother, Della Frazier, and asked Della if she could have these children back in her presence now at 13 because she wanted them all to be a family. Now, when this happened, Whitehead and her children begin to have a tussle because now she was coming back in the picture and she was setting ground rules where great grandma was just letting the kids do what they need to do without any structure. Well, that didn't last long because they wound up being with her anyway. Then soon, their rebellious side start coming out. And it started getting from emotional uh, and slash psychological abuse towards their mother till they started getting physical. And this happened to result in counseling and juvenile court appearances. It even got so bad one time that an officer came to their house and saw that Nikki was shaking. I mean, real shaking. And it, it really disturbed the officer because she did not know what was going on with this mother who was shaking and basically said in so many words that she was fearful of her own children. Now, these girls at this time were around about 14 to 15-ish, I think. And they're slender. They're not that that uh, big at the time. In fact, I can show you a kind of a happy times of these young girls when they were in that age bracket. Slender, you know. You would think that it would hurt anybody. They look so innocent. But after the officer talked to the girls and talked to the mother... She could feel the vibe after even looking in the house to see what kind of condition the girls were living in. Designer clothes, nice bags, first class shoes. Like they looking mad clean. This officer knew that something was not right with these children. That this was more of a rebellious side. So that's when the uh officer suggested. That the best thing to do was to uh, keep an eye on these young girls. And so that's what she did. And then so she uh, told the mother if they needed anything to let her know. Well, not as long as soon as the officer left, I don't even think it was 10 or 15 minutes. As the girls supposed to stay in their room, they came back out and jumped on their mother again. She called for help, and the girls wound up going downtown. You would think this would be a sign for the mother to know that these children are headed down the wrong path, and danger is intimate in her life. 
But we as parents, we don't think like that. We always think of the best of our children. But Nikki was soon found out that it wasn't that easy. Now, after this happened, the girls went to their grandmother for a while. But Nikki trying to be a responsible mother, trying to be there for her children. She fought again to get custody. And she got custody on January 5th, 2010. A week and a day before Nikki's whole life was going to change. The girls protested the decision, but the court ordered them and their mother to live together for a two-week trial period. Two-week trial period, guys, that's all they needed. Whitehead was found murdered on January the 13th, 2010, in her bathtub. The twins said that they discovered their mother dead. They were on the scene, emotionally distraught. So distraught that they were in the interrogation room holding each other, kissing a little bit like siblings do, just all distraught. But then there was instances where they could see that it was more of a forced distraught than a natural distraught. When the police starts to talk to the young girls, they told them about their mother was playing the field. She had another guy in her life that Robert did not know anything about until recently. Uh, actually, a younger man. So, they go and talk with Robert. He, him also being broken up about the death of the woman he loved, complied with the police's uh, investigation, did everything they needed, and he was cleared as a suspect. But the girl still looked at as a possibility. It wasn't going nowhere, right? So the police decided to change it up a little bit. They went and started doing their own homework and digging and digging and digging until finally, when I say finally, they had enough evidence to actually arrest these young ladies. May 21st, 2010, Four months after the murder, right on the last day of school. Now you would think after they got arrested, it would be over, right? No, not not at all. Not one bit. These young ladies uh, were separated and everything else. But during the time that also brought them up about the investigation, which I forgot to add, and this is a little bit of real uh, notes here. They looked at one of the young ladies were acting strange that night during the whole episode. Uh, one of the young girls that, uh, one of the twins were actually biting their arm like really biting their arm hard. And the cops thought that was very weird and like, yo, why are you biting your arm like that? 
And they were like, oh yeah, I have to do that because I have a nervous condition. But in reality, the young lady was doing everything she can to try to destroy the bite mark that was on her arm because her mother had fought so hard for her life, which in the end did not save her because the pictures added up to the bite, to her, to the actual bite mark of the mother's dental records. So yeah, that didn't help at all. So with all the overwhelming evidence, like any other young criminals, they were separated. Nobody really didn't say anything. Everybody hold their mouth until finally on January 2014, close to the anniversary of what happened with their mother, they decided to come in, both of them, and talk with investigators and tell them the whole story for a plea deal to get voluntary manslaughter. And with that being said, they admitted their wrong, and the young lady was sentenced to 30 years in prison. That's right, 30 years in prison. Now, one of the young ladies, Tasmia, is serving her sentence in Pulaski State Prison. Jasmia is in Arendelle State Prison. Now, they were eligible for parole in 2017, but I don't think they got granted parole. Now, I don't know if they got granted parole, which I doubt they did, because I'm looking now and trying to figure this out. And yeah, they still in jail. I wasn't expecting it anyway. I mean, a murder case like this, bad case. I mean, they killed their mom. I mean, nobody's not going to grant you any kind of parole for your mom. I mean, the best did. Yeah, that's looking like 
eligible for parole. Just get to that mark where they can go for parole for 2019, 2017. I don't think they'll for parole again to next year, maybe. I don't know for sure. But I know one of them had went on to do good and get their degrees. Fight the model prisoners because they're trying to do everything they can not to a chance to go to get it. Well, guys, this just goes to show you that you cannot, and I repeat, you cannot underestimate anybody. Help. Again, you see these pictures of these sweet girls. I hope you see the pictures of them when they first are arrested. It's, it's, it's scary. Zero. And I'm just jealous of the mother, the killer. Have us so many times that, yeah. And that's a lot. A lot of grass. Go to show y'all can't trust nobody at all. It is. It's the host Joel, man. Do me a huge favor. Go ahead on and hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell all the way up top. Please like and share. Also, too, do me a huge favor to on my podcast. Please go to the description section and donate to all of my links to help. Giving you this type of awesome crime story because you're not going to find it anywhere else. Not as this authentic, not this real at all. With that being said, take care of yourself and remember never underestimate anyone just because of their size what they're not capable of doing and also keep everybody close to you even the ones that claim to love you the most those are the ones that will hurt you the best so i got for y'all guys take care that's right Produced by your boy. Joel Davis. Music courtesy of Ruth Royalty free.
Be prepared for our new series coming out for the month of September. Parasite and Matricide. Kids kill their parents. Take care of yourself. Thank you.